0: This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Rum, do you hear something?
1: Yeah, what is that?
0: It's a bird.
2: No. It's a plane. No, it's not that.
1: Ooh, it's the best of the buzz with Bill. Is that
2: right, eh? It's a good sign of things to come. Commentary on trending headlines
0: with veteran AMI producer Bill Shackleton.
1: Well, now.
0: Billy!
2: I say Shaq! Yep, I'm back. In junk fee fight u s details airline family seating rules so basically what's happening in the u s now uh, President Biden has promised to eliminate junk food fees including um, making airlines uh you know don't charging charging less for families that want to sit together. So basically, I guess airlines um, as well as the potato chips and that sort of thing, they want, he wants that to be eliminated, but airlines that charge for families to sit together with young children, he wants them that to be eliminated. Love the idea.
1: People get charged to sit sit with their family.
2: Apparently mm-hmm. they do if they want to sit with to sit together. I didn't know you that. I mean
1: on the the Playing flight. Yourself,
0: right, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh,
1: I see. Uh, okay. Now, guys, Changing I don't
0: tickets. know if that's from the beginning. Like let's say you're going somewhere in February, February next year and you book it now. I'm not sure that's a thing to just so you can be together if you need to. No, I think it would be probably what you get
1: charged extra on the day of like minute, you walk right? yeah, yeah. 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 Okay.
0: Cuz you didn't or, select your seating. Right that's and right. you got people scattered all around who did. Yeah. Okay. Well, Um, I kind
1: of
2: like, if you have a young child that's 12 or 11 or whatever, and they get separated because families often do, you know, when you board a plane and you get, you get into a crowd and you get crushed and all of a sudden it's like, where's mommy? Where's daddy? Where, where I'm I'm in a sitting beside a stranger. I don't even know.
0: Well, and I think for the stranger too, Bill, like, you know you're sitting beside some child you almost feel like well i got to you know keep an eye on on this child and the the father or mother might be across the aisle but there's yeah. that tendency that hey you know this feels really weird
2: yeah and then
1: um, clarify I, the other one so uh, being charged on flight for snacks he wants yeah. to eliminate good good i'm on board with that one
2: yeah i mean you you know I mean yeah you want to pay. Um, I can understand of course alcohol and that sort of thing but boy, well, oh boy. a
1: sandwich
0: obviously yeah, you pay for that's like, right. chips and pretzels like you used to of-
1: be able to yeah. get yeah, snacks you, yes you yes yeah. you did you know yes, your you cookies did. your crackers there was actually yeah. a, a choice like three yeah. things and you could choose what you wanted and sometimes they it were nice and give you two right you know it like
0: came, your, your juice your, the, yeah the bag the size of your finger. Had pretzel crumbs <laughs> yeah, in it and you could have
1: them, right? Okay, but now, <laughs> come on, like those were the good days because now, now you, you have to for pay for the yeah. crumbs that you're getting. caught. I'll on. take the change
0: in your pocket for your crumbs, oh, sir. Oh, And I'll and take the, pen- the bag back so we can recycle it.
2: And the peanuts are stale and the pretzels will break your teeth. <laughs> I mean, it just that's goes right. on and on and on.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, I do um, like billions. the variety Hershey pack thing, though, other yeah, Canada right. flights. Oh, those are good.
2: I, I like it though either. that the fact that they are eliminating them I mean, being the airlines, you know, I guess they're trying to recoup from the from COVID and whatnot, but they yep.
1: are just. Yeah, but don't take it out on us, please. Come on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah,
0: and I think some of these policies have just been ridiculous. It's sort of back when we heard about charging extra for, you know, seat size and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. For more leg room. And, you know, it's one thing you want to do, uh, you know, first class, second class, which even sounds ridiculous to say. And, and, you know, but or whatever they call it now. Business Business versus, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah they say that other ridiculous stuff but it's it's just even that that at least makes sense if you're gonna offer something different somewhere on the plane i still ask the question why Mm. just make it pleasant for everybody and put everything out there so that each person has a choice if they're going to use it and accordingly charge
2: Fling and a miss. Analysts and experts. Pan decision to keep Jay's radio broadcasting crew at home. So basically, what's happening here is um, that the Canadian press, the whoever, whether it's Sportsnet or the Blue Jays themselves, um, somebody made the decision to keep the broadcasting crew. Um, basically at home for all the away games. So basically for the 81 home games, they will be at the park and for the other games that they will be, you know, when they're away, they will not be present. They're going to have to use a monitor. The actual, you know, I'm totally against this. And quite frankly, you could have used that as an excuse um, with COVID, but of course, as the article pointed out most um you know play most teams are pretty much back to normal the concern is that from a broadcasting perspective um they that they are saying the broadcasters are saying that you will not get a a, um, a true perspective of what's happening on the field if you're not there and I sort of get that um. You're relying on the whim of a monitor who can which can go wrong, which can of course crash. But the there's an interesting question I have for you guys. Um, is that does it matter if the radio broadcasters and now I'm not talking about the TV broadcaster because they're gonna be at all the games. Okay. <clears throat> does it matter if the radio broadcasters aren't there? I don't know, does it? Um,
1: like, um, Kelly, come to you, because does it make a difference in their commentary or in the feel of the show or any of that stuff?
0: Well, I, I say, oh, absolutely. Now, during the pandemic, you didn't have crowds. So, in a lot of cases, when they had games, you weren't missing some of the sideline stuff that these guys telling a radio broadcast that you need. Uh, the Blue Jay broadcasters will be at the stadium for the home games. They will not travel with the team. No, So, you're they talking travel- about... And, and I think where you have the biggest problem, Billy, that I see is, yes, what's going on. Um, you won't see certain things. You'll have to, oh, oh, sorry, uh, you know, when you think the ball may have gone out of the stadium when it looks close, certain things that having that full spectrum of sight allow you to have. Now, there's some great monitors and stuff that they're able to do, and some would argue, wouldn't you see it even better? And, and I'm sure certain things, yes. One of the areas I see as the biggest problem is, TV's a lot of show and tell and things like that. So you can point things at you. Camera can find things to talk about. But when you're doing a radio broadcast, you need to rely on being able to say earlier today, I talked to Bill Shackleton before right. you know the game. player x or whatever and we were discussing if you're not able to be there and those zoom calls that used to happen and even they were tragic for for the broadcasters how are you filling airtime? how are you there's not a chance to say hey on our screens we're seeing it a radio audience will eventually stop that now i know before um the late john ray passed away John went on that campaign when they started talking about, you know, one person doing the games and letting them do it from doing from home, taking it off radio or simulcasting the TV on radio, the multiple things Roger spoke about and the importance of being able to not have people basically putting a feed through of TV. Or having these broadcasters have nothing to say, going quiet, and us just hearing the crowd. Even how many times, Bill, have you watched a game and you hear the crowd react to something and you're sitting there, what's happened? What's mm-hmm. happened? Somebody say something. And you, you just don't have that. And in radio, in this aspect, you're going to find a lot of that. It's one thing to say, oh, I think that ball went over. Yes, it's a home run. Right. Because of the delay. That's one thing but to to sell them short on what they're able to do what background they're able to bring to me uh, i just think is is absolutely ridiculous
2: well and and, and again you know if you if you if you if they're using it to save money i and i and i totally agree it is ridiculous that to think i mean i'm sure they have the money to do this and the, the and it's reason going to hurt that them. they and yeah, once you well, heard it
0: people aren't coming back to it they're just well, not. It's already as, struggling.
2: As one expert said, um, they, might, they may lose fans over this. Um it's interesting to see if they actually do. I don't know.
0: I think they already have. And I think that's what Rogers would say why they're doing it. Because people are very engaged with the TV. They're engaged in other ways. But you still have a service. It is still unique, just as much as television is unique. Why would you then keep pushing the nails further in? It, it's just... Right bad no matter how you face it
1: it is tragic i think to to say oh it it kind of sucks we were going downhill and anyway so let's just not bring let's it back keep up. going downhill. Yeah, yeah yeah that is that's pretty sad and the other teams are sending
0: people away. yeah they are they're, they're back to doing what they used to do
1: yeah yeah that yeah uh, it feels very disconnected, though. Like, Kelly, you described it so well, this kind of, uh, you know, what am I missing? What am I missing? I'm missing so much. And sometimes you can't even really put your finger on it. But you know that there's this huge disconnect when you're either, A, watching it on TV as a low-vision blind person um, or hearing the radio broadcasters. But there's so much that isn't being described or, you know, the chemistry is not there because they're not live. I think you can mm-hmm. feel the energy difference. Yeah,
0: that you can, and it's the flavor of what radio has always been—the stories. And you'll get stories from the TV sure. guys too. Don't get me wrong, but radio has that stage to tell you the stories while you're sitting at home, maybe working in 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 your wood shop, maybe knitting, whatever you might be doing as a fan, enjoying the game over dinner or or something mm-hmm. in the car for those who can't on transit. it's the greatest thing to sit back on transit and listen to
1: well it's supposed to transport you and if the person isn't there in person to transport you to that location it feels like neither of you are there
0: yep and there's a uniqueness to the play-by-play announcers the commentators for radio because they have to paint a picture different than show and tell with television thanks billy that's nice Mm
2: -hmm. good one Actually, we're talking about the father of the cell phone. He sees dark side, but also hope in new tech. So basically, um, the man credited with inventing the cell phone 50 years ago had only one thing in mind. Would it work? Um, He's looking back at the the uh, the way the cell phone has revolutionized the Internet, and he's saying that he sees the harmfulness in the Internet. He also hopes and sees the health benefits that, and all the apps that you can download now um, that that's going to help people. He never could for, have foreseen. I mean, he mm. started a revolution and yeah. the first cell phone actually um, was, was um, what weighed 1.8 pounds in the size of a brick.
1: <laughs> and it had a big
2: antenna, and yep. it just goes to show. Um, and the one that I saw back in 1991, the battery pack you couldn't, you couldn't, it was on your back, you couldn't, it wasn't attached to the unit. All right. Um, it's just amazing it was, how,
0: yeah, know. they were, they were throwbacks. Well, that was back in the days of the mobile phones, right, Bill? The yeah, people had in their cars, and then oh, yeah. the ba- the phone in the bag. So wow. 50 years.
2: <laughs> yeah, 50 years. That's a long um, time ago. And it was 50 cents a minute. You're going back in, into the 80s, oh, into yeah. the 90s. That I mean, nobody could afford, or very few people could afford a cell phone back in those days.
1: I actually yeah. do remember when my uh service provider started to offer like unlimited calling after 5 p.m remember like at that time yep Yep. you know or unlimited texting (laughs) or whatever oh my gosh Yeah. yeah what a journey weekends weekends free
2: some employers are offering basically egg, uh, egg freezing and sperm freezing as part of um, uh, extended health benefits. Mm -hmm. Um, Claiming that it in a tight label, labor market, it, um, there's more retention. I don't like the idea of companies saying, well, um, if we offer you, you know, and, and I do know people's biological clocks are ticking and, but if you are if, – if you get into a job and you are offered fertilizer or, or egg freezing and, you know, you – what happens if you get fired or you leave it or you get laid off? yeah.
1: What do you do? I mean... Well, we're going to
0: hire your son that we've already yeah, given you eggs yeah, for down the road in right. 20 years.
1: And and honestly, all of this is uh, stipulation, right? But that's kind of where my mind goes to. How much information are we now sharing with our employers? Like, this seems like yeah. very, very private decision-making. Very, and very personal. Exactly. And now that they're offering it, does that mean they get to know that we're utilizing that, this benefit? You know, it's different for... Um, health benefits that are just packages offered by your employer. They Mm -hmm. don't really keep tabs on how much you're getting your teeth cleaned or if you got your eye exam this year or if you're actually using the mental health benefits. But if this doesn't fall into that, if this is like a very specific thing that they're keeping track of, that sounds really odd.
0: I, it just seems like you said something that if it was included, it would be part of whatever health benefits package. You you know, as an employer, you might pick over and say, yeah, we're willing to pay for that one uh, without saying. And by the way, guys, some of your benefits include. Mm. Whoa. Right. Yeah. I, I'm just not I'm not sure. And again, I'm not like you said, Bill, you don't you don't really like this. I just find it an interesting selling point that in your incoming meeting to the company and you know what we do also. We we, we make sure I, I, I know. maybe I need to understand it more and and don't and I certainly don't wish to scoff at people who may have no, trouble. No, it's actually um, quite when it comes to this this is interesting.
1: It is interesting. It's gauging and I'm pretty sure it's very helpful because this stuff is yeah. expensive. Very well, expensive. Yeah, it's $600,
2: like it's, I believe it's $600 a year if, and and then, but um I mean, the idea that employers are using that as a retention, it bothers me because it's like, if you lose your job, you're going to yeah. have to pay for
1: this. And people have different um, reasons why, or perks that they're more into and not as engaged with. So if this is something that would get you working here slash staying here, I guess, it just yeah. seems a bit far-fetched, like very well, specific I, I, and kind of far-fetched, but maybe I'm wrong.
0: No, it's, it's just different, and I think it's it's the way it's put and understanding it, and you know, like I said, I don't want to sit here and be, close the mind, kaboom, um, mm-hmm. it, it's that knowledge.
2: This unconnected phone helps people reach out to lost loved ones. Very interesting concept from CBC News. Ten years ago, a landscaper from Japan who lost a loved one um, was having difficulty dealing with grief. And, of course, we all know how difficult that is. Yeah. How do you talk with people? So what he did was he took a rotary phone and they he named it the wind phone. So instead of dialing a number, you talked into the phone and hopefully your words go to heaven or God forbid the down the other way. But it's a concept that is growing and there's actually a website where you can track, there are phones in Canada where people are just, it's an old fashioned phone and you pick up and you say, mm-hmm. hi grandma, how are you doing? It's a way of dealing with grief. It's a de- its a way of foreclosure.
1: What's and- the difference between this and like a seance or a medium? Or
0: even talking to a picture
1: or like, yeah. why an old phone? Is it just the experience of like the physical experience of feeling like you're getting in touch?
2: I guess so. I guess that's what I it think, is. I would
0: think so, right? To pick up the phone and call someone. Yeah, um, yeah that's right. I, I find it's a very it real
1: visceral experience. Yeah, and I
0: think when we say old phone, it's just the bottom line, a landline, which so many people don't relate to now in any capacity. Yeah. They've given them up. Um, and I guess a lot of people struggling with that. We're talking older people, maybe who have right. lost that that partner, their life partner, and, and I could see that they just need somebody Somebody to talk to, even if they're not there.
2: It's kind of deep in the same way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting concept, Bill.
2: It is. And the article they actually referred to is um, when tsunami hit Japan and all and and the earthquake and that sort of thing. It Mm -hmm. was like there was a huge lineup for people, especially children going into this phone booth and just talking to their loved ones.
1: That makes a lot of sense. Um, It was such a sudden for most for everybody. Uh, the losses were so sudden, right? Absolutely yeah. unexpected. Right. Such so a piece want... of nostalgia. I, it, 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 there's really a lot to dissect in this one because it's so nostalgic to go back to using a landline or to even get in a phone booth, I guess. I um... guess. <laughs> and I think
0: the symbolization, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's really, what do we connect with, especially, and I don't want to say, oh, the phone is dying out, the landline phone. I don't think it's that. I think oh, no. it's, Picking up the receiver, if you want to dial their number, and hi, hey, my day was like this, my day was terrible, it was great, it was whatever, (laughs) it's that leveling it off as you accept and process and get through.
1: Yeah, and I I mean, people go to visit graves and visit uh, memorials and all kinds of things, but let's say you lost someone that that is missing, you know, their, Mm -hmm. their body's missing or anything like that, then... There's so many reasons for you to want to connect with them again.
0: Yep. Yeah, Mm. I, I, I think it's that way of getting it out there.
2: let's try running one more um apparently in china now there there is water found on the moon and basically what that because of a chinese um mission that went to the moon i guess they have found glass beads millions of them that hold they're about as thick as a hair and they hold water and the idea is that um if you harvest enough of these beads you can there's a potential water source um That will be recharged from hydrogen. So basically, when we send men to the moon, um, which we will be doing shortly or in the next few years, there could be a potential, an unending potential water that could be mined theoretically. Although I don't know how they're going to mine it; it's very expensive Mm -hmm. to do.
1: But it's but the
2: idea is interesting. That that it's 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 you know it's perpetual.
1: I mean, this is the kind of stuff we need. Yeah. If we're going to inhabit places, potentially yeah. planets, the moon, whatever, um, or even just go there for research and know that there are certain resources that are completely unavailable or, you know, scarcely unavailable compared to Earth. Then we have to start making um, making up ways to deal with that. Right. And I guess oh, yeah. this is one of these ways. But and how much investment, though? Other My resources. Goodness. Oh, yeah. Other planets,
0: other asteroids, well, moons, asteroids, moons, whatever. uh, Pillaging the resources. It just always makes me stop. Oh, okay. As we think about what we do and how do we benefit from it. This is kind of cool. And I know that's down the road, you know, many years. But, Shaq, wonderful conversation. Thank you, pal. Thanks a lot. (laughs) The man returns tomorrow. Thursday, that is, as he's with us. Wednesday through, is that a surprise? Seems like that was a surprise to him. No, forget it. I'm coming (laughs) on Saturday. We won't be here, Shaq, so there. Bill Shackleton is a usual suspect on our show, Kelly and Rumya. You can catch Shaq skulking around the studio on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at the end of the first hour of the show. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts for more of The Buzz.
1: The Best of the Buzz with Bill features Bill Shackleton, Kelly McDonald, and Rumya Amuthan of the AMI show Kelly and Rumya. The technical producers of this podcast are Matt Agnew, Jeff Ryman, and Grace Schofield. The manager of AMI Audio is Andy Frank.